0: Welcome to the Dr. Berg's Healthy Keto and Intermittent Fasting Podcast. Where Dr. Berg takes you on the journey for the truth about getting healthy and losing healthy weight. Now, typically when you think of herbs for the liver, you think they're very, very beneficial, and most herbs are very healthy for the liver especially those that are bitter. There's all sorts of final chemicals that support the liver. An herb that's very important would be milk thistle or stinging nettle root, two very, very powerful herbs. Uh, There's a lot of plants that are good for the liver as well. Dandelion greens is very good for the liver. And there's many, many more, but there are herbs that are a bit toxic to your liver in large amounts. But the six herbs I'm gonna talk about don't affect everyone, but a certain population they do. So I want to bring them up to increase your awareness. So the first one we're going to talk about is kava kava. Now kava kava is great for relaxation. It's good for stress. And if you're consuming it traditionally, you're going to consume the roots. You're not going to do the stems or the leaves. And unfortunately, certain um, nutritional companies to save money, they'll use the whole plant. And that's when you get into trouble because the stems and the leaves are, are a bit more toxic to the liver than the roots. Now, the main thing with uh, kava kava is that it should never be taken with drugs or alcohol because it'll tend to hold that chemical in the liver a lot longer. And that's really what creates a lot of the damage. So it would be like you consuming alcohol, but then you can't release the toxic effects of alcohol. So that would be a situation. So traditionally, people that use Kava Kava, they would chew the root and then they would spit it out. And your saliva has certain enzymes to kind of deal with the toxicity that would affect your liver. So fortunately, we don't do that anymore. All right. The next one is chaparral And that has been used for over 50 different ailments, including cancer, asthma, TB, skin problems, you name it. Now this herb is banned in many different countries um, and it's been known to be very poisonous, even indicated by the FDA, but you can still buy it. Uh, My recommendation is to choose some other safer herbs because this potentially could create a problem in certain people if you have too much. And this herb also affects the liver's ability to detoxify. So we don't want that. And so the next herb would be called germander, Now, this herb acts as an antiseptic, antidepressant, diuretic. It's even used for obesity and weight loss, but unfortunately can cause hepatitis and liver cirrhosis in a certain percentage of the population. So this is another one that I would probably avoid. All right, next one is impila. This was used in Africa. In fact, the word for impila means health in Zulu. So it's used for stomach problems, infertility, coughing in worms, but it can be highly toxic to the liver and the kidney in certain people. And so this is another herb I probably would not recommend. And number five, red clover, which has been used for menopause and also many other ailments. But the problem with red clover um, in certain species, it can create a toxic liver and that includes humans. Now, what is interesting, it can actually improve the thyroid But at the same time, it can increase liver enzymes. So when you're researching herbs, you have to really make sure that you get one that doesn't give you another problem. All right. And number six, St. John's wort, which is very effective for depression. Now, I actually recommend this herb if someone has depression or anxiety because it's extremely effective, but not if you're taking medications because there are so many complications with other medications, especially psychiatric drugs that you would have to take this under supervision. So if you're not taking any medication or drugs, I think it'd be okay because it's very, very effective. But even though it it might not cause liver damage directly, it can create indirect damage because how it concentrates other medications. And last note on this um, St. John's ward, I mean, think about what, what competition that this goes up against. We're talking about a uh, the major anti anxiety, antidepressant medication. So, again, I also don't know how unbiased some of this research is against St. John's wart. And so, my recommendation is if you're taking other medications, get supervision. Hey, before you go, real quick, I have a course entitled How to Bulletproof Your Immune System. It's a free course. I want you to take it, and here's why. Here's you. Here is your environment. Everyone is focused on this over here, avoiding your environment. But what about here? What about strengthening your immune system? That's what's missing. This course will show you how to bulletproof yourself. And so you can tolerate and resist your environment much better by strengthening Your own immune system. I put a link down in the description right down below. Check it out and get signed up today. Hey guys, I just want to let you know I have my new keto course just came out. It's a mini course, it covers all the basics and how to do it correctly. You can get through this in probably 20 minutes at the very most. So if you're interested, click the link below and get signed up now.